Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. All right, and welcome back to the Great Quotes for Coaches. This is episode 67 of the podcast, and we continue to make our way through John Wooden's Pyramid of Success. And uh, we are into block number 14 of the pyramid, which means after today, there is only one block left, the apex. Now, that doesn't mean there's only one episode left, because I'm going to go through what he called the mortar, and I forget the other term he used, uh, but things that kind of fill in the cracks, so to speak. But uh, today, we are into the second to last block. We're on the, the fourth tier or the second tier from the top. And today, we talk about confidence. So last week, we talked about poise. Today, we talk about confidence. And for both of these, what Wooden said was that this tier, the two blocks on this tier, in order for you to achieve them in order for you to really have success with the concepts of poise and confidence, you have to have the other 12 blocks pretty much in place. You know, these two are kind of a culmination of the first 12. And so, uh, and of course, next week's block will be the apex. It'll be the culmination of all of them. So today we talk about confidence and you know, when you think about it, um, one of the things we kind of closed with last week was the idea that, you know, poise and confidence really go hand in hand. And when you're when you're displaying self-control and you're displaying poise in the face of some kind of, you know, crisis or, you know, tough moment, so often what you are showing is that you're under control because you know you're confident in what's going to happen. And so, uh, I, I can see exactly why these two fit right in in line up on this second to last of the uh, of the tiers uh, as we make our way up. He says uh, so. Wooden says, and again, we're getting the majority of the concepts in here from the book Coach Wooden's Pyramid of Success by John Wooden and Jay Cardi. We also have taken some of the ideas from The Essential Wooden, A Lifetime of Lessons on Leaders and Leadership by John Wooden and Steve Jamison. And so, so that's where, where so much of what we've talked about uh, throughout this entire series has come from, and we'll continue that way today. Wooden says, um, with, when it comes to confidence, we're talking about having a respect for whatever it is that you're going into. You know, of course, in sports, it's respecting your opponent and respecting the game and everything else, but not fearing what could happen and who they are. Um, and more than anything, he talks about confidence coming from being prepared and from keeping things in the proper perspective. 
You know, he says, uh, I liked how he started off uh, in, in, that, in the Coach Wooden's Pyramid of Success book. He says, students can enroll in speech classes to learn how to improve the way they present themselves. And there's charm schools and finishing schools talking about you know, how to walk and talk and look and act and do things like that. But they can't teach poise and confidence. You know, poise and confidence, they, they can't just curriculum. They come from experience. They come from being you, from going through the various ordeals that life is going to put in front of you. And you can prepare, you can go to school, you can learn a variety of things, okay, to help you with anything that comes your way. But a huge part of your preparation is the training that you go through. And so much of that training is the experience of life or various experiences that you put yourself through. Okay, so, and, and Wooden said last week that the concept, we said last week how he said the concept of poise is just being you. So if you take a class and it's teaching you to do something other than be yourself, well, then it certainly can't be teaching you confidence. It's just teaching you how to, how to act. And while acting skills certainly can serve their purpose, you know, they're not going to help you necessarily with the confidence that you're trying to create for yourself to be successful in whatever endeavor you're, you're into, <laughs> other than if that's acting. If you're trying to be an actor, okay, fine. Uh, learn how to act, and that'll give you confidence. Um, and one of, one of Wooden's favorite maxims dealing with this whole concept is failing to prepare is preparing for, fail, for failure or preparation for failure. You know, so if you don't prepare yourself in every way possible, you're just setting yourself up to fail in whatever this thing is that you're doing. Um, and, and I want to go back to, it's not that you can't take classes and you can't learn a variety of things that will help prepare you for, for whatever endeavor you're in. It's just that so much of you know, what your true learning is, where your true learning is going to come from is from training, practice, and going through uh, scrimmages, so to speak, in our in our coaching world, in our sports world, uh, run-throughs, different things like that, and of course the actual experiences themselves. And you think about it, how long it took Wooden a long time before he ever achieved a national championship and many many years of coaching. Well, every game he ever coached in, and every practice he ever coached in was experience that led him to finally getting to those elements of scoreboard success that a lot of people you know, deem, well, that's what made him successful. Now, he, of course, would say, you know, as long as his teams had done everything they could to become the best they were capable of becoming, whether they won a national championship or not, he felt he would have felt they were successful. So, but my point is that so there are all kinds of things that l had led up to his, you know, scoreboard success, championship success, that would be called preparation and experience and teaching, you know, to prepare him for the moment when it finally came. Poise, both poise from last week and confidence this week come with the proper preparation. You know, when we're as prepared as we know how to be, and we know that we have the tools that'll you know help us handle whatever might come our way. Then we can go into you know whatever the thing is—a job interview, or some kind of a meeting, of course, a game if we're coaches. 
And we can go into that thing with total confidence. Now, he says we want to be confident, but not overconfident. And we don't want to ever get cocky. We want to make sure we, we maintain a respect for the, uh, whether it's an opponent or respect for the situation, respect for whatever it is that we're going through. But we don't want to fear whatever it might be waiting on the other side. We want to believe in ourselves. That's such a key to confidence is to believe in yourself and what you're capable of doing without, though, being self-centered, selfish, you know, intimidated, naive, you know, not you know, just kind of blindly going through things. No, no, that's not what it is. We need to be so assured in what we're doing that when we walk into, a, into a, whatever arena that we're in, we know we've got this and we can handle this and other people can see it on us as well. He also talks about the importance of taking a positive approach in all that you do in terms of being confident. Um, always focusing on the positive outcome as opposed to trying to avoid a negative outcome. He used an example in the book of how he used to teach rebounding in basketball. And so many of us as coaches, I'm one of them, we teach kids to block out. You get in front of the other player. Well, what you're doing there is you're, you're, you're teaching to keep somebody else from getting the ball. He said, I wanted my players to go get the ball. He said, so sure, check where they are, and then boom, go attack and go find, that, go find the ball. Interesting way to look at it. And of course, you know, in my years of coaching basketball, I certainly have taught blocking out, and it's a big part of what we do. But I also say, but you know, some people would say, well, the ultimate blockout means everybody blocked out and the ball hit the floor. And I said, no, no, we want to go get that thing. You know, we want to beat people to it. So the problem, if you don't teach your players to block out, they're not keeping in mind who else is there trying to get the same thing you're after. And so you need to get in their way and then go get it, go attack and, and be, you know, positive and confident in your ability to go get that thing. You know, what he, he closes by saying how his players knew that the coaches would never do anything or make any decisions that didn't, didn't give them the best opportunity to do their best as a team. Again, notice, not necessarily to win. Of course, the winning, you know, some would say took, takes care of itself. But, you know, he's talking about be the best we can be. And so his players knew they were going to put themselves, the coaches were going to put them in the best possible chance to have the to be the best that they could be. If their team's best wasn't good enough to win, okay. If it was good enough to win, excuse me, they won. And if it wasn't, okay, they lost. But they always knew that they were going to try to do their best and then let the results take care of themselves. As I said before, every block in the pyramid generally builds upon the others, but these two especially, okay, these two especially, you have to have the other 12 really kind of laid out and working if you're going to ultimately have the poise and the confidence that you need to have the success that you seek. So I really love this, this fine, these last, this, the second to last to the final, the apex one next week. So here's some quotes from for you. The first one actually comes from Wooden, and the and and of course I've said it already in in some ways. But the only reason I wanted to start with it is and and say it specifically is is this is a quote I have used for so many years with my teams and in my writing and in all kinds of areas because it is so true and so appropriate. And it's simply this: 
Confidence comes from being prepared. You know, and it's so it's it's so right on. You know, prepare yourself the best you can, and that's going to lead to the confidence that you need. Now, I often I'll always add with my teams that it sure helps when you have teammates who are also encouraging and helping somebody with their confidence because not all of us carry the same level of confidence into the different arenas that we're we're in um, at the same level as somebody else may have. And so I think it's important that we try and, especially in team sports settings or in any team setting, we try and help others who might need that little jolt of confidence to you know help encourage them. And at, at the very least, if we're not going to help encourage them, at least make sure we aren't doing something to discourage them, them, to make them think, oh gosh, I can't get this done. Here's another quote for you. Valor and confidence grow by being daring. Fear and failure by holding back. That's from some unknown person, but love that concept, you know, that that we have to go get after it. Go for it. Has to be your attitude, you know, and that's where the valor and the confidence can come from that attitude as opposed to holding back, eh, I'm not sure I can do this. And so that just leads to fear and to failure. The author L. Ron Hubbard said, the biggest mistake an athlete can make is to be afraid to make one. Oh, I always loved that concept. You know, and I'll admit, I'm like so many others, I had my moments throughout my, my playing. I, I, don't, I never became the player that I probably could have become because I had a fear of failure. And instead of focusing on what I could do and what I was capable of doing, I too often would focus the other way. And I didn't want to make a mistake. And so if I'm afraid to make a mistake, there's no way I could be the best I could possibly be. And I learned that later on in life. And certainly as a coach, you know, I've tried to, to live by that and, and model that for my teams. But you know, I struggled with that as an athlete myself. Roger Staubach, one of the great uh, NFL quarterbacks of all time, said, Confidence comes from hours and days and weeks and years of constant work and dedication. There's the preparation that Wooden's been talking about. Hours, days, weeks, years of constant work and dedication. But when you put in that kind of time, not just putting in time, but that kind of effort, that kind of determination, that kind of dedication, how could it not breed the confidence that you need? I mean, it's almost a natural byproduct. When you put in that kind of time, that kind of effort, you know, that kind of dedication, you're going to be confident at whatever it is that you're doing. And the final quote today comes from William Hazlitt. By the way, last week I talked about an author, William Arthur Ward, I think, and I said he, I, I thought he was an author. I thought he was a British author. I went back and looked. He was an American author. So, sorry, here's the British guy. The uh, It's another William. That's why I was confused when I, uh, when I was speaking. But this is a guy named William Hazlitt. He was uh, from the 1800s, a British essayist and philosopher kind of guy and, and writer. Um, and he said, and I love this, as is our confidence, so is our capacity. As is our confidence, so is our capacity. In other words, when we are so confident in what we are doing, then we have the capacity to do it. The greater we can, the greater confidence we go into something with, the better chance of being the absolute best we can be at that. And I think it kind of goes the other way too. When we know our capacity for doing something well is strong, our confidence level is going to be high. 
So it works both ways. So really love that quote. I had never seen that one before, and I'm so glad that I found it. So, And so that is confidence, one of the real keys to success. And again, as you can see, as we've made our way up through the pyramid, and we get you know now here next week to the very top of it, but this week when we, we look at the, the tier, the, the second to last tier, poise and confidence, you can see we just continue to grow and develop and get better and better. And the things that are have all come before all lead us to this moment of poise and confidence. And now, with, that, with those two as part of it, we step into our final block next week, the apex of it that Wooden called competitive greatness. We will see what Wooden meant by that next week on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. We will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. As I always ask, please do us a favor and leave a short review and subscribe to the podcast. Your reviews garner that much more interest in the podcast and get that many more people hearing the messages of inspiration and impact through the use of quotes that we share on this show. Also, check out slamdunksuccess.com. That's our site where we have so much more to offer to anybody who is interested in working to become the best they're capable of becoming. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Coaches.